When you resist the negative emotion, you tell yourself the story that you are not enough, that you can't do it, that you shouldn't be in that position. It's the equivalent of calling yourself a failure over and over and over again. And no one deserves that. Hello, and welcome to The Joy Within, where we're eliminating negativity one thought at a time. I'm Kyle Greenfield, and I'll be your guide as we explore how to be calm, confident, and happy in our crazy modern world. Join us each week as we dive into some of the biggest ideas in spirituality and personal development. We'll learn what it takes to gain control of your own mind, master your mood, and navigate the many ups and downs along the way. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started, so you can become the calm, confident, and happy person you truly deserve to be. Hello, and welcome back to the Joy Within's podcast. Today, we're continuing with our series on the real cost of negativity. Last time, we talked about the physical cost, the potential for serious health consequences of consistent stress and negative thinking. Today, we're going to talk about the emotional cost, and over the next few episodes, we'll turn to the financial, relationship, and impact costs as well. On one level, I think the emotional cost of negative thinking is actually kind of obvious. When you think negative thoughts, you feel bad. If you don't know that, it's an absolute foundation for you to start paying attention to. Your thoughts drive your emotions. When you complain, or stress yourself out, or beat yourself up in any way, you set yourself up to have a negative emotional response. And the more you do this, the worse you feel. We talked about this a little bit last time, because it creates a vicious downward spiral. The negative thoughts and negative emotions feed off of each other, and often before you know it, before you even realize there's a problem, you get stuck in that pattern and it becomes harder and harder to break out of. So that first level is, I think, pretty straightforward. If your goal is to feel happy or peaceful or maybe even just slightly less stressed out, you have to recognize that your thoughts will push you in whatever direction you choose. That's why the primary path that we teach here at The Joy Within is so fundamentally simple. You quiet the mind, Become more aware of your thoughts, and then choose better ones, consciously and deliberately. Of course, doing that takes a bit of practice, and that's what Happiness University is for. But that first connection, that thoughts drive emotions, is, I hope, pretty easy to see. And if you're not sure how this plays out in your life, and what it actually means on a day-to-day basis, then I think it helps to extrapolate it out. You can reflect on whatever your current emotional patterns are, and then ask, if you keep repeating that pattern, fast forward 10, 20, or 30 years, and look back, look at what that means. Even if it doesn't spiral, even if you just keep repeating exactly where you are, is that really how you want to spend your life? Do you want to be the type of person who, when people ask you how you are, you say, oh, um okay, I guess, I mean, you know how it is. Or do you want to be the person that you don't even have to ask because you can see it in their energy, their eyes light up and they're always smiling and you just know they're doing really well. I know that's the person that I want to be 
the one who lifts everyone up just by being there without doing anything because joy, peace, and well-being just radiate out of me. That's my goal. And I can tell you, I didn't used to think that was really possible. I didn't think it was real, or if I saw someone like that, I didn't think it was genuine. But you absolutely can get to that point. Getting to that point starts with taking an honest look at where you are, wherever that might be emotionally, on a day-to-day basis, and taking the time to see what that cost really is. Then you can start asking yourself, what thoughts, what habits, beliefs, and actions do I need to change in order to get where I want to be? That's the first step. And like I said, I think it's pretty obvious logically when you think about it. But there's a world of difference between understanding and applying these ideas. Between thinking, yeah, I guess that makes sense, and actually sitting down and reflecting on it, looking at how, specifically, these concepts play out for you, and then deciding that you're not willing to pay that price. You're not willing to just get through life. When you have the ability to feel happy, to feel inspired and fulfilled literally every single day. So if you haven't done that, take the time today to really reflect on it, internalize it, look at that cost straight on, and then decide what you're going to do. But that's not the only level I want to talk about today. There's a much deeper emotional cost a lot of us are forced to pay for our negative thoughts, and that's the cost of fighting against ourselves. Inner growth doesn't have to be difficult. You just need a plan. You need clear actions that you can take so that whatever life throws at you, you have the ability to respond from the highest version of yourself. When you join Happiness University, you'll get that plan. With clear insights, simple actions, and expert guidance to support you every step along the way. It's free to get started, so head over to thejoywithin.org, log into Happiness University, and become the calm, confident, and happy person you truly deserve to be. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You have a bad day, maybe you're a bit down, maybe you're frustrated or upset or stressed, it doesn't really matter which or what happened or why, but you're upset and you know you're upset. And even though you're upset, there's a part of you that knows that you could or maybe thinks you even should feel better than you actually do. You think you should be able to snap out of it. You should be able to let it go, but you can't. So now, think about what's happening. In addition to being upset for whatever you were upset about in the first place, now you're also mad at yourself for being upset. Sometimes, you might be aware of what's happening. Sometimes you know you're mad at yourself for being in a bad mood. And sometimes not, and that's okay. But whether it's conscious or unconscious, I think this split almost always happens because we tend to have deep-seated beliefs that negativity is bad. That's a whole other topic in and of itself, but the point is, whether you are aware of it or not, your energy splits. You pit one part of yourself against the other, because your subconscious can't reconcile the fact that you are simultaneously having a negative emotion 
and also believing that you shouldn't have that emotion. Subconsciously, you're trying to reject your current state. But what is, is. So you can't reject it. Your resistance just creates more inner turmoil. When you fight against yourself, you not only block yourself from resolving the conflict internally, but you also put the brakes on whatever it is you're trying to do or achieve externally as well. But actually it's worse than that, because if you're in a car and you slam on the brakes, you just come screeching to a stop. But when you fight against yourself, the inner conflict throws you around in all sorts of different directions. So it's actually more like being in a car when one wheel is locked. You try to move forward, but you just wind up spinning wildly in circles. So you literally can't do anything. And that's not even the worst cause. Because hopefully, you're not going to have a bad day every single day. Hopefully, even if you spin out today, you can still wake up tomorrow and just get on with your life. Except for one problem. You haven't resolved anything. So long as you have this fundamental inner conflict, it's going to come up again and again and again. Because negativity is a part of life. At some point, you are going to have another bad day. Being happy isn't about trying to hide from every potential problem and setback. If you don't resolve that inner conflict, if you don't learn how to stop beating yourself up, then every time the cycle repeats, it will strengthen a disempowered version of yourself. Fighting against yourself strips you of your power, not just because you're wasting energy, but because you're chipping away at your own more positive, more empowering beliefs. When you are feeling negative for any reason, and you resist that negative emotion, and whether you do this consciously or unconsciously, it's the same process. When you resist the negative emotion, you tell yourself the story that you are not enough, that you can't do it, that you shouldn't be in that position. It's the equivalent of calling yourself a failure over and over and over again. And no one deserves that. So if you see yourself in that position, don't worry. There are many strategies that you can use to deal with it. But the first step is always awareness, making the unconscious conscious. Because, like I said, I think a lot of times this happens automatically. And A, we don't even realize that it's happening. And B, we don't acknowledge the severity of it. So just take a few minutes today to reflect on these ideas. Think about how they apply to you. Ask yourself what patterns you see playing out in your life. And when you're ready, know that the joy within is here to help. Thanks for listening to today's episode. When you're ready to put these ideas to work in your own life, head over to thejoywithin.org and sign up for Happiness University. When you do, you'll have access to all of the tools and strategies you need to eliminate negative thoughts by tuning in to The Joy Within. You can follow a simple step-by-step -step system to become the calm, confident, and happy person you deserve to be. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started today. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with someone you love, because I think we can all use a little more joy in our crazy modern world.